Habits 365 Conscious Minds Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Conscious Minds Podcast. For those who are new, I'm your host, Chris Holbert. And on this podcast, we discuss everything that will benefit you personally, emotionally, and in reality. This is for you. What minds matters and what matters minds. And what we are here to talk about today is the power of habits. Now, before I get into that, I'm going to talk a little bit about myself and how I've made it an I made it an obligation to create these types of habits for myself because at the end of the day, habits determine your success. Now, I'm a college student and I'm also a college athlete. I'm studying civil engineering at this school called Clarkson University. Basically, balancing an engineering degree and being a pretty good basketball player, starting shooting guard, is a challenge. So the best route that I took was I started to research different ways to help, you know, time manage or keep a level head above my shoulders. And there is this one situation I ran into when I had to take a test and I started having a panic attack. And I just never wanted anything like this to happen ever again, especially with all the stress I was putting on myself from trying to keep up with school to perform well in the basketball court. And I stumbled upon this YouTube video that talked about meditation and quantum physics and kind of how they tie in. And basically this helped me a lot to be determined to stick to what the video was saying. And I made it an obligation for myself to overcome the types of stresses that I was dealing with and the types of anxieties that would kind of flutter through my head from time and time again. And just to mitigate these types of things from ever happening again, because I never wanted that to happen again. And developing habits is the best way to mitigate any types of stress or anxieties or depressions from hurting you socially or personally or emotionally. And that's what we're here to talk about today. The first thing is exactly what is a habit. For those of you who don't know, a habit is a subconscious program or a subconscious behavior that is regularly repeated. This is important to know because a habit is first formed consciously. You first have to do something and then you repeat it enough where your body knows how to do something better than your own mind has to think about it. And then it becomes a subconscious behavior slash it's a program now. It's basically something we download from doing it so much that we don't have to think about it anymore. We just do it and act it out. How do habits form? They, they There's many ways they form actually. There's one way is repeated behavior, which is like brushing your teeth or riding your bike. You repeatedly produce and reproduce these types of actions, and they become just second nature. They become something that is essentially you do without thinking. You can even think about other things as you do these types of actions. Habits can also be formed when you are a baby, and you wouldn't even know it, but as a baby, there's a certain wavelength of 
frequency our brain functions at, and it's called the theta wave, uh, the theta frequency. And to get into the brain a little bit, the brain operates at many frequencies, and they don't operate all at the same time. They operate during certain factors or certain situations that you are in. The highest frequency that actually anyone can achieve is the gamma that we know of right now. And that's that happens during meditation a little bit. But if you meditate enough, you can get to the point where it's basically like you're having a brain orgasm. That's what people describe it as. And it's basically like super conscious. It's becoming super conscious. But ba- and the other highest frequency of brainwave functioning is the beta, which is basically how you function at everyday life. Beta for, uh, the, beta, the beta frequency is how you operate on a day-to-day basis. You perform, you know, you go to work, you're on the basketball court, mowing the lawn, it could be anything. It's just everyday operation. That's the beta frequency. And then the next one is the alpha frequency. This one is basically when you're in a very relaxed, you're still awake, but you're very relaxed. So it tends to occur when you're either sitting down or in watching TV or join a show. Could be any one of those situations. And then there's the theta wavelength. This tends to occur in deep meditation or when you're sleeping. And this is actually the, like I said before, how you operate as a baby. And a lot of habits form because when you're operating out of the theta wavelength frequency, you're basically not critically thinking at all. Everything that is being shown to you or anything you're hearing is essentially being absorbed into your brain without any critical thinking happening. You're basically like a sponge at this point and you don't decipher any of the information that is being retained into your brain. You are essentially taking it at face value and taking it as it is. And as a baby, it's a very dangerous game or it can be very good because say you come from a very bad situation and around a lot of negative people, your parents don't treat you well, or there's a lot of negative influence around you. You can't decipher any of these things. And unfortunately, a lot of people grow up to still have these types of subconscious programs operating for them throughout their lives. And that's why a lot of habits are actually hard to break. Because fun fact, about 95% of the time we operate out of the subconscious mind and these processes happen without critically thinking because by the time you're 35 most of your life is basically a memorized set of behaviors emotions anything you have just embodied throughout your whole life this is all being reproduced on a day-to-day basis So is it hard to get rid of habits? It really is because if you're never fully critically thinking all the time, which from that statistic, it's only 5% of the time you're operating out of your conscious mind, it's going to be hard to get rid of these habits, especially since you're so ingrained into your brain that you're not thinking about what you're doing most of the time. You're just operating. A lot of the times too, bad habits are hard to get rid of because most people are not, I wouldn't say they're not 
able to, they're just not willing to. Because the emotional attachment to the memorized set of behaviors and emotions is so strong that your sense of self identifies and it latches on to what you have known and doesn't want to let go. And this is called your ego. Your ego is basically who you believe you are to be. And who you believe who you believe you are to be are these memorized sets of behaviors and emotions. So if you aren't consciously going throughout your day and you're kind of just going through your subconscious processes that have been memorized, you're never going to change. And you can do all the things in the world to try to change yet when you're only operating at such a small part of your day consciously, how do you forego that? And basically human nature is to conform. It's the law of conformity, right? You are born and raised into an environment and this environment allows you to do so much. It's like putting a shark in a fish tank. The shark can only grow what the fish tank allows. And that's basically how we are as well. We adapt. We, are, we adapt to the situation we are born in. And the environment kind of sets the ceiling on how far we can grow and how, how far our potential can take us. And that is why a lot of habits are hard to break because we're constantly in the same environment that is reproducing the same emotions. And it's, it's an iterative process. It keeps happening over and over again. And that is the toughest part about trying to break bad habits. And a lot of people want to change, but they are limited by what they're surrounded by and what, have, what has been instilled in them as a baby. So there's actually some ways you can tackle this problem. One of the ways is being persistent. If we only operate 5% of our day consciously, then we have to use that time to be aware of these processes that we do subconsciously. And the more you are aware, the more you're conscious. It's, it's literally linear. It's a linear formula in that sense. So the more you are persistent with trying to do something that you want to instill into a habit, which it could be working out, could be reading, it could be anything that you want to instill into your life. You're going to have to be persistent with it and be aware that, oh, I'm not used to this, but I'm going to keep tackling the problem so it becomes a part of me. The next way that you can tackle bad habits is determination slash free will. Luckily, this is a kind of a philosophical thing that a lot of people debate, but I believe we have free will. We can choose whatever we want to do. There are some limiting factors, and it seems that the universe is deterministic by nature. There's a lot of repeated things that cause and effect happens all the time, but we always have the choice to choose, which is amazing because that is kind of our creative willpower is to be creative in choose something that isn't caused by something before it. And this is our most powerful tool that we can use to instill the best people that we want to be into us. We can literally choose to do something without anything influencing it just because we wanted to. And if you want to 
start your own business. If you want to work out, if you want to read a book, you have that choice. And the, det the determination to follow through it is also a choice. It's whether you want to or not. So if you want to stop smoking or stop doing anything that you see as bad, then you have that choice to do that. You always have the choice. Another way that I personally use, which has helped me beyond any of the previous options is meditation. And from the verse, the first time I ever got into meditation was watching the Joe Dispenza video. And he kind of explained quantum physics tying into meditation, which you would never think that physics and meditation and spirituality would ever coincide. Like science and spirituality are essentially completely opposite things, but meditation is almost like the gateway to unraveling the mysteries of physics that we still don't know and the practices of Eastern cultures of meditation that have kind of been seen as fooey and pseudoscience to Western science, but new science and quantum physics is seeing the ties and correlations to these things. Basically, meditation is just focusing and watching your thoughts. It's being the observer. It's not think it's not getting so emotionally tied to your thoughts that you believe you are your thoughts. It's being the observer of the thoughts that are constantly throwing flowing through your mind. Cuz at the end of the day we are constantly thinking. The thing with meditation is recognizing how deep you are in a thought that produces an emotion that you can now recognize, oh, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I am being engulfed in. And then you can take a step outside of it, watch it, and then it dissipates. It's like seeing clouds fly by. That's essentially what meditation is. It's seeing these thought clouds coming in and passing through. And the way this ties to habits is essentially when you meditate, you're accessing your theta wavelengths, the theta frequencies that our brain operates at, which usually only happens when you sleep. But when you meditate, the theta uh, frequency is activated because you are at a very, you're basically sleeping. Your body is sleeping, but your mind is awake. That's basically what happens during meditation. And when you do this, you're, you're accessing the subconscious mind. And this is where all the habits are stored. So if you're, for example, listening to positive affirmations while listening to a certain frequency and you are meditating at the same time, these things are getting like as a baby that operated as at the theta frequency, you are essentially operating at the same frequency you were as a baby. And now you are actively choosing what is being instilled because you are the one playing or listening to the thing that you want to instill into your subconscious mind. Do this enough and you will see miraculous results. I've been actually doing it for about two years now, medit meditating, and it's been life-changing and I recommend anyone to do it. Honestly, it's, it's one of the best things you can do for yourself. I think the biggest challenge personally, and I think it's with everyone else as well, is people have an opinion about themselves and people tend to never rise above the opinion they have of themselves, 
which is sad because people have so much more potential than they think. And I know personally, I used to have a lot of self-doubt and this would hinder me from pursuing certain things. doesn't even matter what they are, but it just hinders you from pursuing things that you think you could do or you think could be worth your time yet you're not going to because you believe you're not as worth it. And a lot of these beliefs, unfortunately, come from when you were a baby, right? When you've had these subconscious programs and beliefs instilled into you. And a lot of them come from the people you most loved who would probably essentially you believe that you weren't getting enough love from. And love connects all. At the end of the day, if when you are in love, whether it's in a relationship or with someone else, the ego almost dissipates and you see someone else as yourself and you essentially treat them as yourself. And that's the most beautiful thing. But when you are not getting this type of love when you're a baby and everyone seeks love as they're a baby, everyone, babies need to be nurtured. They need to be cared for when they are not and when they're isolated, not getting the love they need, they're going to grow up with a void that may seem like can never be filled. And that's the worst thing that can happen to someone because you're essentially at a disadvantage because some people that have been loved when they were a baby are getting a step ahead that you were never in control of. And that is something that can be changed, luckily, with meditation. And if you are ever in that situation, there are, are the ways that I mentioned before to help rid of anything that has happened to you. And you can essentially stop this negative talk from determining your future. Now, if you really double down on the habits you want, they're going to cultivate your future. We are habitual creatures at nature as we literally operate. 95% of the time through subconscious programs and behaviors that have been instilled in us but from when we are babies to actions we've been doing our whole lives. Now, if that doesn't tell you that you should develop good habits, I don't know what will. And basically what you do now, the habits you develop now that you continue to do, they will literally determine basically how you will progress personally six months from now. And that is the power of habits. When you fully focus on what you do on a day-to-day -day basis and assess your life through a conscious lens, through an objective lens that isn't favoring something that you've always done just because you thought it was fun or, you know, just you can't get stuck on the things that you have done. You have to always be forward thinking and seeing what can be improved. You can always improve. You should be, at the end of the day, you should always be the better version of yourself. Because if you are the best version of yourself, you can essentially never get above that. But if you are constantly trying to improve yourself day in and day out and try to be the better version of yourself every single day, that's going to essentially have a limitless ceiling for you. You are essentially going to continue to climb the ladder of success and the things that you want to accomplish will become that much more attainable because you are getting better every day. And that is the most important part about creating the habits that 
you need to develop in your life. And that's what I have essentially done in my life. And I've seen the results. And I promise you, it is the best decision you can make when you start practicing certain things that will can only benefit you. And there, you can do all this research online, right? You can do, and there's so many sources. And that's why actually I'm here to talk about these types of things because I've done that research. I've read the books. I've listened to the other podcasts that kind of talk about certain similar things. And YouTube videos are a big things that I actually touch on. And I just want this to be that source that you guys can go to, that you guys can listen in on and only get the things that you expect to get out of it and not any of the nonsense that you sometimes see on social media. And the overall message of this company, Habits365, that I love representing, these are the certain types of things that we represent. We represent developing these habits. We represent a community. We represent love, being connected, having a community of people that want to develop and create better habits for themselves so they can be the optimal versions of themselves. And I hope that this podcast does that for you. I hope this connects us, that it ties us together. It helps progress us and propel us to become those people we want to be, you know? And I'm just glad to be the person that can share the knowledge and the experience I've had through my life and portray it to you guys because I'm excited to see the future things that we have to have on this podcast. And I just cannot wait to see what the future holds. And remember, always strive to be the better version of yourself. Be the change you wish to see in the world.